Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. All right, now I think it's safe to introduce the Vice President and General Manager of the Zilla Group Mortgage Division, Erin Lance. Give her a big round of applause. Come on out, Erin. How are you doing? Hi, good, good Sorry to see you. That. No that worries. Was... How are you? I'm great, but I found out that I am the only thing standing between a bunch of loan officers in happy hour. <laughs> that not the ideal place to be. <laughs> well, here, here's the good news. Um, I am highly confident that you are safe because I have watched four or five presentations that you have done in the last 75 days somewhere in America. Okay, and there's I, been a lot. No, no, and I believe that the, that the message and, and your vision of what's happening in the future from Zillow's perspective is really healthy. And I think everybody here is dialed in and they will wait one half hour for the drink. All right. And I talk fast, so maybe it'll be a little less than that. I have to say, I was in the back last night watching your presentation, and I was reflecting back on my time as a loan officer. So I I was a loan officer for a couple years, and I was looking at the kind of elites up here in the front and thinking to myself, could I have done that? If I had stuck with that, would I have ever made it to those front tables? And I concluded the answer was no, um, and I'm glad that I switched lanes. Interesting. Okay. So, thank you for giving me that frame. I'm here to give you the Zillow Group you Insights. Zillow Group Insights late. and what you can apply now. But um, that, was a, that was a fun reflection for me. It brought me back. So, let me tell you what I'm wrestling with. I've watched you present, and you could take this for a half an hour and just and rock and roll. So, why don't you give us, uh, I don't want to ask too many questions. I, I'd love your knowledge just to populate these people. Guys, get ready to write down some, some real incredible thoughts from Aaron. But where, where, where is the world, according to Zillow, and what are some of the most important things that you are communicating to lenders today about today and tomorrow relative to high trust, high tech, and trends? Big question, it of is. course. Uh, so, I mean, as you know, Zillow Group is constantly researching what's happening in the industry, what's happening with homeowners, prospective home buyers, lenders, real estate agents. Uh, and we've recently started to try to consolidate a lot of that, that knowledge. So we've developed this thing called the Zillow Group Consumer Housing Trends Report. The latest, this is our second year doing it. The latest one came out a few weeks ago. It's all online. All of it's free, um, so I'll try to pull out some of the highlights, but you don't have to write them all down now. They're all there, uh, free to go back to. So, uh, but it is really long, so I try to digest particularly the pieces that are most relevant for the mortgage audience. Um, so a couple things that, that we're seeing. Um, the first is, and I'm sure you've seen this um, in other parts of your life, um, that this, this generation is research obsessed. And we see that very clearly in the real estate, kind of real estate agent business, as well as our mortgage business. Um, So what that means is that most everyone is starting their search online. Um, Our data says that four out of five consumers are starting their home search process and their mortgage search process online. Wow. So four out of five. Um, And so there's this piece of research up front, which suggests there's a lot of consideration. There's a wide consideration set. So a lot of different lenders in this case are being, are being reviewed by this research-obsessed consumer. But what's interesting is when it comes down to who do they contact, 
it's not very many people at all. Uh, so the trick is get into that consideration set, but once you've got your at-bat, then that's when it's your, yours to lose. So the data says that 52% of consumers contact only one lender. That's big. And 26% of consumers contact only two. Uh, so what, what, that, what we take that to mean is, listen, you have to be findable and in that research period that they find on their own, but then when it comes down to it, they're not going to shop around if you convince them that you are the expert that they want to work with. So the advice piece last night was right on. And um, did I hear you right then? That <clears throat> so we're knocking on the door of maybe 78, 79% of consumers who are going to get into a contract only talk to two lenders or less. Correct. Okay, so the, the chief objective then is, is being findable. Exactly. Yes. Well, and impressively found. And then obviously converting. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that's one piece, is getting into that kind of research piece and understanding that people are going to want to do that research on their own. They don't want to start the conversation with a professional in many cases. Um, the second thing that we're seeing, and, I, and I've heard this in different um, phases throughout the last couple of days, is that the, the mortgage piece is coming earlier. We're seeing a lot more consumers say they want to go mortgage first. And, and that's related, it's a related theme to this, I want to be in control, I want to research on my own, um, and I'm starting online, and you've got sites like ours saying, figure out how much you can afford, you know, think about this stuff first before you go and, and start looking at homes that are outside of your price range. Um, so, I mean, when we see in our, in our mortgage long-form um, purchase product, 75% of borrowers that come through contact and contact the lender tell us they have not yet found an agent. Um, and that not, did not used to be the case. So we're seeing this kind of gradual evolution where it used to be agent first, agent controlled everything in the transaction from beginning to end and then pulled in a lender if and when they were ready. And now we're starting to see that flip around. And it's, it's not because the agent's changing, it's not because the lender's changing, it's because the consumer's changing. And they're saying, I want to figure this out on my own first, and, and that's the process they're going through. So what, what's, um, what does that mean to the, the loan officer in the room right now? And, and, and maybe some don't totally understand long form, but the idea of mortgage first, the idea that um, we, are, we are on our side getting flipped as well because we notoriously get the business when they're about ready to go look at homes. Mm -hmm. And what we've always purported is that you want to have your agents you know, be in that buyer referral stream months ahead of schedule so you can do the mortgage piece first and mm -hmm. get people equipped. It seems now that that is what is happening, but it's without the agent. So what, what, um, what do LOs need to do today to become mortgage-centric, and, and how do they get into the space? Talk about long-form, whatever it is that you feel these people are needing to know about making the mortgage experience first, and then obviously you know, leveraging that with the agents. Sure. Because I think long-form does that. Yeah, well, it, it all comes down to, are you part of that consideration set from the beginning? So do you have a findable presence online, on mobile, and um, what does it say about you, right? Because when it comes down to it, it's not just about, you know, sh shining your name out there, but it's about what do people have to say about you? So, I mean, for the most important piece, in my opinion, is reviews reviews online, um, and you can uh, have them online in a variety of different places. Um, at Zillow, we have about 430,000 lender reviews right now that are all moderated by an objective third party, and it's important both at that 
up-funnel piece where they're researching to figure out, you know, who's the top-rated LO in my market, in my zip code. Um, but it's also important after they've had a friend or a real estate agent recommend you that they go and say, okay, well, that was one person's opinion, uh, but let me see if that actually plays out in the data. Um, and we can start to build up this kind of treasure trove of reviews, particularly of people saying great things about you with rich content that says, you know, here's why I like the way that they treated me. Here's how they spoke to me. I mean, really nuanced, sophisticated, authentic description of what their experience is like. Uh, that really matters. Um, so go about figuring out how you can get yourself online with reviews that showcase the great service that you're already delivering. It's just a matter of bringing that on to a place that's not um, self-promotional. It's just objective data. So do you, um, do you have um, high performer experiences out of your data sets on what they're doing and how they're, they're doing it? Yeah, absolutely. So talk about that, because I think everybody would like to know definitively, how do I do that? So specifically on reviews, more matters. Um, once you get past a certain amount. I don't know what that amount is. Is it 20? Is it 50? But it's more than five. Um, we have data that says our top 25 performing lenders have on av an average of 111 reviews or more that they've gathered over the years. Um, but the first is go about um, getting a number of reviews um, and a frequency of reviews so consumers can see that you have deal flow, that you've got transactions, and that they have enough data to see the trends are sticking. Um, the second thing on best practices is speed to contact. Um, it doesn't have to be a super fancy, you know, rocket ship that's there to kind of auto call everybody back. But um, people want to hear back really quickly, especially if they found you first online. Um, and so we're seeing a lot of different best practices um, out there. I think you heard some of them today about you know hiring out an answering service. Um, we're also at Zillow. Um, providing a concierge service. So if you're a lender that doesn't have a team or support system and you want us to call the, the customer back, we'll call them back in a, a couple minutes or less and then transfer them over to you or set an appointment. Um, also, really simplistic, low-tech things work really well, like, hey, I'm going to dinner with my kids right now. Can I call you in the morning? Um, thank you so much for contacting me. Really simple. I'm here. I heard you. I can't get to you now, but I... We'll get to you immediately when I can. Um, really simple stuff like that, but just knowing that that initial response is so important to today's consumer who's just tapping to get in touch with you. Uh, they're expecting you to tap back. Um, and doesn't mean they expect you to drop everything. They understand you're professionals, right? It's, it's actually a good thing you're busy. <laughs> You've got other clients. So one of, one of the interesting things that Aaron just said, and I think it plays out, so... Um, the, the 75 million millennials, I think that some of the stats early on this year were that 45 or 48% of the purchase contracts, like in January or February, were millennial contracts. Is mm -hmm. that... That's roughly around right that, track? yep. Okay. So then think about these people that are doing all of their search online, and then they are deciding which lender to talk to. And think about what Erin just said about the speed to contact, and the words that she used had everything to do with emotion. You know, it was about what you're doing, family, it was connecting early on, because what I do know about that population, as well as the boomers, so that's where that 150 million number comes from, both of those sets of data population value relationships. It's just that they go about them 180 degrees different, where the, the research the boomer will not do, but they value relationships on a referral, and the research the millennial will do, and they value advice on the contact. 
in that population, there's 150 million people that exist that are going to borrow money on, on residential financing. That's right. huge. And the relationship and the advice is really important, not in every category, but fortunately for us, it's really important in our category. Um, I think that the quote that you shared from McKinsey the other day, I couldn't agree with more, and we see that play out in our data all the time. When it's about this much money, when it's about your dream home that's on the line, when it's about your life savings that are on the line, uh, advice really matters. Um, you know, another best practice that we're seeing, which I think connects really well to this, is figuring out the way that your customers want you to talk to them and kind of adapting to their style. So if they're a texter, you can text them back. If they want to talk to you on the phone, you can talk to them back. Um, and what's interesting is when we ask people, you know, how do you prefer that your lender contact you? You know, they say it's a wide distribution. Um, but millennials and everybody else say they want to talk on the phone about 30% of the time. It's not different for millennials. They just want to talk to you when they're ready for advice, when they're ready to build a relationship with you. They're doing their research on their own, and they'll text with you once the, the file's being processed. But when they want to talk to you about advice, they actually want to talk on the phone. Yeah. So there's, there's been, um, um, and this is an efficiency best practice that I think is um, a new breed of how we need to communicate. So. 15 years ago, you know, 18 years ago, one of the, the high-performance ideas at Sales Mastery was um, ask the customer how they would like to be communicated with. And at that point in time, it was phone or email. And then some people decided that to be uber-efficient, they were just going to do email, and they would say to the consumer, we prefer to communicate by, or, or we usually use email to communicate, is that okay with you? And they would try to deep drill into what is that single track of communication. What you're saying today, and where you have to be pliable, and you've got to be flexible, is you're going to have about 30% that want text, you're going to have about 30% that want phone, and you're going to want 30% that value connection and video, and sometimes a combination of all of those. So one of the big marketing phrases out there that numbs most people's minds is omni-channel marketing. And the idea is all channels lead to a brilliant customer experience. So whether it's text, email, whether it's video, whether it's phone call, whether it is five-star review, whether it, all of that leads to one predictable outcome, which is the client experience. So we have more work to do in the communication world, and you can pretty much decide that the millennials prefer texting, fair to say, and then the conversation, right? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I would say they prefer texting a lot of times, but not necessarily first or later, right? It's when they're ready um, for talk. what they're, they'll talk. Yeah. Uh, so texting maybe to set up an appointment to schedule a right. time to talk, um, but no communication at all up front. Right. They just want to be able to find out everything about you, everything that they need on their own. And then when they want to talk, then maybe text to schedule, but they want to talk on the phone. And during the, the mortgage process, what do they prefer? That's all over the map. It's all over the map. So, so that's why you got to ask, right? And um, we, are, we are seeing declining value on simple email. We're seeing increased value on video embedded email. And we're seeing increased value on video messaging during the process instead of simple phone call messaging or baseline auto LOS automation messaging. So we've got to bring video into the equation. It helps with the entire experience, helps with the online reviews. Video actually allows for a deeper emotional connection 
than if you're just typing the same thing in an email or leaving a voicemail. So it's pretty powerful to start to understand all these different delivery channels and multi-omni-channel kind of thinking as we go forward. Yeah. So back to then, uh, back to then um, what you're seeing about best practices and trends along, um, I, I don't know, communication and, and where, where are you seeing agents today? What, what are the, where are the things, the areas that, that LOs can really attack? Yeah, agents are typically ahead of lenders in terms of their use of technology. Um, there's been, uh, they follow the, if the consumers are all the way out here, agents are probably here and we're kind of catching up. <laughs> maybe the people in this room are maybe closer to the middle, but, uh, to the agents. But, um, so they're, they're also looking for their loan officers to meet them where they are. So whatever technology system they're using, you know, help feed into them. They're asking for you to not come up with something brand new. Um, and you know, similarly to consumers, I don't think they're asking for rocket science. They're asking for you to ask what they'd like or observe what they'd like, keep them informed, and be really responsive. Um, so I don't, I don't think, I, I wouldn't want you all to w walk away feeling like, oh my gosh, there's all these technologies I have to learn mm. or buy or build um, so I can talk to these savvy customers and these tech savvy or completely old school agents and oh my gosh, that's overwhelming. I mean, I think if you're, really paying attention to how your partners want you to work with them, what they need from you, and giving it to them really quickly, whether it's text or email, and paying really close attention to how consumers are asking you to talk to them. I, I think that's 90% of the battle. That's huge. That's huge. That's the conversation. That's the connection. That's the, that piece. Yep. And then, you know, the second piece is, you know, just like I'm, we were talking about on consumers, agents also care about where they find you, right? You have to be visible. Agents are very visible. Um, so online reviews, being your website's being findable in Google, um, there being a wealth of content that reflects the quality of service you provide to your partners as well as to consumers. That's super important because at the end of the day, the agents want the deal to close, right? You mentioned twice, and I know it wasn't intentional, but you said this isn't rocket, rocket science. science. <laughs> and then you said, <laughs> "Uh oh, I don't know. no, no, no." What, what I'm, what I'm trying—should we go to happy hour? What, what I'm really, <laughs> we can talk about that with a drink. <laughs> what I'm really trying to get to—it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with us simplifying the messaging that's out there, and and really looking at our our content design. And what we know in the world of connection is that more is not necessarily better, and that the salient marketing and messaging and, and connection points and communication and, and decluttering your websites and making things simple. And you've used the word simple. It's not rocket science. It's, and yet it's borrowing money is a very complex process in, intellectually to most people before they do it. So the job is to take something intellectually complex and make it simple. Like I said last night, make it easy, make it simple, give them safety, give them security. You do that and the reviews go up. And we're gonna be hammering on reviews tomorrow and showing you specific things to do. Um, we, we really love our relationship with you. What, 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 what's the next 12 months look like from Zillow's perspective? 12 to two years. In the mortgage space? Yep. Um, 
Listen, digital mortgage is a real thing. Yep. Um, so I think we're all, we're all trying to figure out how that plays out. Um, again, I, I think that that's going to happen in phases. Um, and, but I do think you know, an online app is soon going to be table stakes. Again, that doesn't mean you need some state-of-the-art, super expensive online app. But for those segment of consumers who don't want you to key in stuff while you're talking to them on the phone, they want to be able to fill it out online. I think that's happening. It's mostly happened over the next 12 months. It's 12 to 18 months, I think that's table stakes. Um, I think the category is going to continue to consolidate. Um, you know, Zillow Group has two-thirds of the real estate audience share online. Um, and you know, we're not slowing down. You know, we think that this is a complicated category. It requires tremendous investment in data and content and technology. And um, we think that there'll be more of a focus on, you know, there's going to be a couple major players in the space. And so trying to figure out, you know, how do you get visibility onto those places, whether it's, you know, advertising or just building up a profile. I think that's going to become really important as kind of the industry focuses on that space even more. Um, and then I think, I mean, you started to allude to this before, and I think this is true both in the real estate agent business as well as the, the mortgage business, is I think we're seeing a kind of... Uh, a consolidation of professionals. Because if it's all about expertise, if it's all about trust, then those professionals out there that are living off of anything less than that might not cut it when the, when the bars keeps rising, when the market's shrinking and customer expectations are rising. So I think it's, it's gonna be harder um, to, to stay in the business if you're not great. Wow. Good thing you're at Mastery. Good exactly. thing you're here. Our, our paths connect. And uh, uh, man, Aaron, great to have you on stage at Mastery. Thank you for being one of our uh, top sponsors and believing in the future of LOs and, and agents. And uh, I would love to throw the mics around and, and have you guys fire questions at uh, Aaron. I know this would be powerful, but I think we have uh, a, a celebration to, to get to. And uh, we're so grateful you're here. Thank so let's you. give Aaron a big, big round of applause. Thank you.